0: We're back again. Bleed Tech Blue Radio Game Day Podcast. I'm Ben Carlisle, publisher of bleedtechblue.com. Certainly want to thank you for joining us on this Saturday morning, maybe Saturday afternoon, whenever you're listening to us. Louisiana Tech, 8 and 2 overall, 5 and 1 in conference, USA play, getting set for a crucial, perhaps the most crucial game Louisiana Tech's played in quite some time this afternoon in Birmingham at UAB Blazers come into this game seven and three overall four and two in conference USA play real quick rewind back to last week uh, of course the Bulldogs were without their starting quarterback Jamar Smith Adrian Hardy leading receiver was out as well as was James outside linebacker James Jackson on the defensive side of the ball and ultimately um whether whether you want to say the bulldogs would have won with those three guys or not uh the bulldogs went on the road to Huntington West Virginia last Friday night uh fell 31 to 10 to Marshall a, a good Marshall football team a team uh that's similar to Tech in a lot of ways but i think uh when you look back on that game you you could obviously say that the score doesn't necessarily indicate how close that game was, but uh, anytime you throw an interception, you snap a football over your quarterback's head, your punter drops one at the one, Uh, there was just too many mistakes uh, for Louisiana Tech to overcome that game, overcome in that game, especially when you consider uh, the redshirt freshman quarterback Aaron Allen was making the first start of his young Bulldog career. And, you know, you look at Allen's performance, 19... I believe it was of 32 for 159 yards. Did not turn the football over. Um, You know, it was a little bit of an uneven performance, but it it was about what I expected when you look at uh, him being a redshirt freshman. I think Coach Skip Holtz mentioned in the press conference on Tuesday afternoon that, you know, if you don't have four drops from your receivers, uh, you come down with two of four of the 50 50 balls that Allen happened to throw in this game. and, And you look up and he's 25 of 32 for. 250, 260 yards in that game. So, um, you know, like I said, it wasn't the smoothest performance, but hopefully uh, he can take a big step forward this week on the road at UAB. So looking at this UAB team, I mentioned uh, that the Blazers are 7-3 and three overall overall. Four and two in conference USA play. Certainly, got to give uh, head coach Bill Clark a tremendous amount of credit for the job that he's done in his four plus seasons in Birmingham. I believe the Blazers are thirty-two and seventeen. Obviously, won eleven games in the conference USA championship uh, a season ago. So when you look at their three losses to this point in the year, uh, who of those losses came to? Obviously, Western Kentucky is a quality team on the eastern side. Uh, they dropped. Uh, decision to Southern Miss 37 to two a few weeks back, and they also lost on the road at Tennessee. So you look at their wins. Uh, their best win to this point during the season uh, came at UTSA. I think they knocked off uh, the Roadrunners. I believe that was 33 to 14 on the road in that game. So uh, that's their best win to date. Uh, a team that's under 500 uh, when you look at the UTSA Roadrunners, and that's not to take away. Uh, from what UTSA or from what UAB has done, obviously Tech hasn't played uh, the toughest schedule of their own. But I think my point is, um, we go into this game. Obviously, we're going to get to it in a second. UAB leads the conference in defense, averaging only giving up eighteen point seven points per game. But the big question is: is it a product of who they played, or is it a product of really just how good that they certainly are on that defensive side of the ball? Because You know, you look at the three teams that they've lost to. I think Western Kentucky scored, uh, I believe it was 20 points in a 20 to 14. Let me look real. Yeah, they beat them 20 to 13, and then you lose 30 to 7 at Tennessee and 37 to 2. At Southern Miss, so they've given up some points in all three of their losses. Now, Tech's entering this game with a backup quarterback, so that kind of throws, uh, you know, throws the conversation off just a little bit. So let's jump into this UAB team. Uh, obviously, we'll start at the quarterback position offensively. Tyler Johnston, uh, sophomore quarterback, is expected to return. Johnston has missed the last couple of games uh, due to a knee injury, and his presence has certainly been missed. Uh, out of the Brazers lineup, but looking at Johnston, you know, he comes into this game, I think he's got 15 touchdowns to only 13 interception and the backup Hopkins has another three interception on of his own uh, It's a total 16 interceptions to only 17 touchdowns for Blazer QBs Also only completing 57% of their throws. So uh, when you look at the INT numbers I think they're near the top in the country uh, the tech defensive backs are going to have a tremendous amount of opportunities to make some big plays now On the opposite side of that, looking at the receiver position for UAB, Uh, they'll start some older guys out there when you talk about Austin Watkins, Kendall Parham will be in the slot at 5'10", 175, and then Myron Mitchell, you know, those are two juniors and a senior, and they're certainly going to be difficult to slow down with each one of those guys uh, averaging at least 16 yards a catch, and then uh, Watkins and Parham will both averaging over 20 yards a catch. So it's going to be a tall task for the Tech secondary, but, you know, we hope that they can... You know, stand up against this down the field vertical passing game that UAB has used uh, when Johnson has been in there this season. Looking at the running back position, we all know about Spencer Brown, uh, the talented tailback that UAB has has seemingly had forever. You know, Browns had a little bit. Uh, of a lesser start this year he's only played in seven games due to injury only averaging 3.7 yards a carry but he had eight carries for 64 yards uh, a week ago at UTEP and so uh, I would expect him to get a bigger load uh, in the Blazer backfield today Jermaine Brown Jr. leads the team in rushing this year he has 360 yards uh, averaging five yards a carry and he's a kid that's a true freshman five foot eight hundred seventy pounds converted receiver to running back uh, so it'll be interesting to see uh, how many heat carries he gets. And then you also have Lucius Stanley, uh, a guy that's six foot, 215-pound sophomore uh, that's got 282 yards on the year, averaging 4.8 yards a carry. So it'll be a, a three-headed attack at running back with Jermaine Brown, Spencer Brown, and Lucius Stanley. And that, that's a big key in this game uh, for me, for Tech. they got to have uh, the ability – to slow down the blazer run game so that they can't just rely on the run throughout the game and force johnston or hopkins uh, whichever quarterback is in there to beat them with their arm considering that they've thrown 16 interceptions on the year looking at the offensive line it's an experienced group Uh, they'll start four juniors and a senior up front uh you know they they go six five three hundred six four three ten six one three hundred six three three thirty five and six four 330 left to right across that offensive line, and then uh, they'll also have Hayden Pittman in there at tight end at 6'4", 230 pounds. Looking at Pittman, he's also their fourth leading receiver uh, with 14 catches for 87 yards. So he hasn't done a whole lot uh, through 10 games, but he, he obviously has a chance that he can beat you. Uh, as a tight end if you let him. So that that's really an overview of their offense. Like I said, it's a it's an inconsistent offense, an offense that hasn't done uh, a ton of scoring throughout the year. They're not going to come into this game and light Tech up for 40, 45 points unless Tech gives them a tremendous amount of turnovers they're only averaging 25.5 points per game this year, which is good for eighth in the conference. So it'll be a key for Tech to come out offensively, defensively. Uh, you got to be ready to go right from the jump. And looking at the defensive side of the ball, like I mentioned, uh, number one defense in Conference USA averaging only giving up 18.7 points per game. Uh, they only give up 268 total yards per game. I believe that number uh his top 10 nationally so it, it'll be difficult it, it's gonna be tough sledding for aaron allen and that bulldog offense certainly uh, you would love to see tech get a strong run game going with justin henderson if the bulldogs are going to have some success so looking at some of the names on, on this uab defense the one name that sticks out along the offensive line i mean the defensive line 6'2 290 pounds senior Garrett Marino, you, you'll notice him early. He, he'll stick out, number one. Uh, he'll play in and tackle. He, he's had a tremendous year, an all conference type year. Uh, has eight and a half tackles for loss, five and a half sacks. Uh, he, along with nose tackle Tony Fair, 6'3, 335, and a junior. Uh, Fair has really came on in recent weeks and, and given this UAB defense uh, another added dimension, if that's even possible, when you're only giving up, you know, whatever it is, 270 yards per game. Looking at some of their uh, defensive ends, some of their pass rushers that have had some success, Six foot seven, two 250-pound sophomore, uh, Jordan Smith is a kid that's just been a terror throughout the year. 13.5 tackles for loss, also has eight sacks of his own. Fitzgerald Mofor is a senior linebacker, 6'2", 230. Uh, he's a kid that they moved from the middle linebacker spot outside. He's only got two sacks, but he's really... Uh, If you've watched this team play in recent weeks, he's really the heart and soul uh, of this UAB defense. Also, Chris Mole, uh, he'll be at a middle linebacker spot. He actually leads the team in tackles with 75 tackles, 11.5 tackles for loss, six sacks of his own. So, you know, you'll look at the front two levels of this defense. I mentioned Marino, Fair, Smith, Mofer, Mole. Uh, There's just so many different guys Uh, That have played so well but if if you can figure out a way if you're tech and you can figure out a way to get these guys blocked up front there's going to be some opportunities to make some plays in the passing game you look at the corners uh, starling thomas is just a sophomore Uh, the other corner cd daniels is a sophomore as well those two guys have only combined for one interception and you know their whole defense has only combined for four interceptions all year now they have forced 13 fumbles which sticks out on paper uh, which I believe really leads to it you look at them some of their sack totals with 34 sacks in 10 games they're getting to quarterbacks and they're forcing them to put the ball on the turf when you look at their safeties Will Bowler, Will Dawkins, Dijon Turner all three of those guys are playing extremely well Bowler actually leads the team with two two interceptions also has six pass breakups, so he'll be a name uh, to watch at that free safety position. But really, in total, like I said, this team is averaging, giving up 18.7 points per game, uh, 270 yards per game. And this is a young defense, six sophomores, uh, I believe three, only three seniors start on that on the defense for Bill Clark's squad, uh, which is certainly a testament to what they've done uh, in just a few years back in developing uh, such quality depth in a program uh, that certainly appears they're going to be good year in and year out. Looking at the special teams, Nick Vogel uh, is the kicker, 12-16 on the year with a long of 46. He has 37 touchbacks on 53 kickoffs and then the punter Kyle Greenwell is averaging 41 yards per punt uh, has 16 punts inside of the 20 has yet to have a punt blocked this year so and you look at some of the returns Myron Mitchell has a 98 yard kickoff return and then looking at the punt returns Mitchell's the punt returner there he's only got a long of 15 so uh, if we do see a new punter for Tech this week which I think we certainly could in place of of Brady Farlow. It'll be true freshman Jacob Barnes. Uh, The big thing for me in the limited amount of time that I've seen him throughout the year is uh, he's got to make sure he kicks the ball high enough so that he gives his coverage unit uh, a chance to get down the field and make a tackle. So looking at it from a Louisiana Tech perspective, uh, I mentioned this note on bleedtakeblue.com. I just wanted to point this kid out. Left tackle Willie Allen has played 620 snaps to this point in 2019 from his left tackle spot and has yet to allow a sack. So certainly kudos to him. And then, you know, talking about this game offensively for the Bulldogs, obviously Aaron Allen's back in there at quarterback this week, uh, left the game early against Marshall. It just seems like it was a cramp in his hand. Uh, he certainly practiced throughout the week at 100% and uh, appears to be ready to go. I think uh, you look at the right tackle spot, obviously a question mark for the Bulldogs. I know Byron Russell went down against Marshall. Dwight Stallworth was also out in that game. I think you'll see Anton Lewis uh, get the start this afternoon, and hopefully uh, the young sophomore at a West Palm Beach, Florida, Kahoma uh, Community College can come out and play well for the Bulldogs against a very good UAB offensive line looking at some of the skill guys obviously Malik Stanley had a nice game last week with seven catches for 82 yards Smoke Harris had nine catches for 91 yards will CJ Powell be back this week we'll see Uh, I would certainly say if he is back it'll be in more of a limited role Uh, it's just not quite fully recovered from the ankle injury that he's been dealing with and then You know, obviously, a running back, uh, Justin Henderson, Israel Tucker. I think uh, there's a chance we'll see Jaquise Dancy in there as well for the Bulldogs this week after missing uh, what seems like the last four or five games. And that could certainly uh, be a difference maker uh, for the Bulldogs this afternoon. Shifting to the defensive side of the ball, like I mentioned, big thing for the Bulldogs and Bob Diaco's defense. Uh, can, Can you slow down the UAB running attack and force? johnston or hopkins to beat you over the top with the passing game uh mentioned that james jackson was out last week at marshall due to suspension he's expected to return to outside linebacker and hopefully he and ezekiel barnett uh can can fill some things up in the run game to help tech on the edge Uh, can can tech get a pass rush can willie allen or not willie allen excuse me willie baker i know he has ten and a half tackles for loss but You know he's got 24 quarterback hurries. Can he start turning some of those hurries into sacks for that Bulldog defense? Certainly would be uh, a welcome addition in this ball game. Of course, looking at the secondary, Legarius Sneed, Amik Robertson, Michael Sam, Daryl Lewis. Uh, an extremely experienced group, and like I said, a, a group that's played a tremendous amount of snaps. I think they lead the country, uh, the Bulldogs secondary does, with four pick sixes, so hopefully uh, those four guys, along with some of their backups, you know, B.J. Williams and Jaden Cole, Zach Hannibal, Aaron Roberson, some of those guys can force some turnovers and, and set Tech up on some short fields, which will certainly be a, a key for the Bulldogs if they want to win this game, I believe. UAB's favored by six and a half points in this matchup. Uh, of course, UAB's won the last two games in 2017 and 2018. Uh, it's actually their first two wins uh, in the all-time series as Louisiana Tech leads it five to two. Offensively, keys to the game. Uh, for me, uh, regardless if the bulldog offense is putting up points, uh, Allen has to do a, a good job at at least getting a couple of first downs uh, each drive, so that his defense is not on the field, uh, you know, for 35 plus minutes and it eventually wear down in that fourth quarter. Uh, obviously, got to be able to complete some of the quicker, easier throws uh, and allow his guys like you know, Smoke Harris, Malik Stanley, Isaiah Graham, Griffin Hebert, whoever's in there at receiver. Allow those guys to make some plays. And then if Tech can get a run game going with Justin Henderson, I know he had 87 yards last week. Uh, But if he could go over 100 in this one, I certainly like Tech's chance of winning. And then, like like I said, defensively, you've got to be able to stop the run, force UAB uh, to try to beat you over the top and allow your talented secondary to make some big plays. Hopefully, uh, the field goal kicking Bailey Hale, I know he missed a field goal uh, last week at Marshall, but hopefully he's got some things cleaned up this week and the Bulldogs have no Issues from a special teams perspective so certainly looking forward to a fun matchup Uh, UAB's won 17 consecutive home games actually haven't lost a home game since they Returned to playing FCS football in 2017. It'll be senior day in Birmingham. We certainly expect there will be a tremendous amount of buzz amongst the crowd. It'll be an energetic day. It'll be a game uh, that the Blazers certainly need if they want to hang on in this conference USA West division. Uh, When you look at the West division, obviously Louisiana Tech needs to win out. Uh, The Bulldogs could potentially clinch the division today with a win and a Southern Miss loss to Western Kentucky. So here's to hoping that's what comes to fruition. And uh, Like I said, we're certainly looking forward to a quality football game between Louisiana Tech and UAB this afternoon. We'll go ahead, wrap it up for our Bleed Tech Blue game day podcast. I'm Ben Carlisle, publisher of BleedTechBlue.com. You can join us at the website, only nine ninety five dollars a month. Certainly appreciate you joining us. We'll be back next week.